0: Hallelujah. Amen. I'm so glad to be with you this morning sharing God's word. Father, we are grateful. We thank you as we come to this part of the service. We ask the Lord that you speak to us. Father, have mercy on me and use me. And Father, I pray that we would hear your word. Touch our hearts, Lord, in many ways. You know our needs. You know where we are. I pray that our focus will be on you again. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Wow. Jesus asking a question. What do you want? Hallelujah. Can you ask somebody that question for me? What do you want? (laughs) Um, I believe you've asked that question so many times in your home if you have kids. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Hallelujah. And Jesus, it's, it's, it's a very simple question, but very profound. I've, I've been so touched by this question, and um, I'm grateful that Pastor Jack um, asked us to be preaching through um, the Gospels and looking at what fascinates us with Jesus, what makes us fall in love with Jesus. And for me, this question it's so, so crucial. It's, um, it doesn't just make me fall in love with Jesus, it's just it just puts my head straight once more. Hallelujah. what do you want? And um, J- um, um, John was saying, in the next day, uh, John was with two of his disciples, so this was after the, the session he had with Jesus baptizing him and introducing him to the world and all that. And I see Jesus coming. And he begins to talk about Jesus. And as he's talking to the, to, to the disciples about Jesus. That this is the lamb of, of God. That takes away the sins of the world and all that. The disciples leave him. His disciples leave him. And they begin to follow Jesus. Wow. And in following Jesus. Jesus in verse 38 asked. What do you want? Hallelujah. It's a very deep question. It's a very deep question. And as I said, if you're a parent, I don't know, I've had so many encounters with my children. I've had to ask them, what do you want? Because sometimes you do everything. You do you change the diapers, um, give the food, and still they are crying. And you're asking yourself, what do you want? Um, as, your, as your children begin to grow a bit, you begin to ask them, what do you want before you start? Because you might finish and then <laughs> you have still not satisfied them. So, so the question is very, very crucial. What do you want? hallelujah most companies have act, have had to ask themselves this question what do we want what do the people want i remember working in one um, one um, multinational company um, in, in pharmacy i was doing i did um a, a course a masters in drug uh, production quality drug production and we did a bit of um six sigma some of you if you've heard of six sigma um, and And in the very beginning, there are two parts of it. There's a part for managers and a part for technical. And uh, in the managerial part, they ask a very probing question. They say, you are not the customer. The customer is the customer. You have to find out what the people want. Hallelujah. It's a very, very important question. If not, people go, companies go out of business. Artists, politicians are asking the same question. What do the people want? But Jesus' question is a bit different. Jesus steps into this world with so many needs. He's he's about to face so many people. He sees the Pharisees who are looking for recognition and significance. He sees the tax collectors who are filled with guilt and still are greedy for money. He sees the harlots and he sees the sinners with all kinds, different kinds of sinners. He's seen people who are imprisoned by their, their selfish desires. And he sees, he sees the sick people who are trapped in their bodies. He sees those who are stricken by different kinds of sorrows. He sees the widow of Nair, who is whose son is dead. And it's about to enter into a world of needs. And he's beginning his, his, beginning, his, 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 his career, his, his time, his ministry on the earth. And he knows that he will be faced with so many needs. And here he meets his disciples. The first word, public word to them is what do you want? Hallelujah. And that is so crucial. Jesus the same yesterday, today and forever is still asking the same question to us, to his church. What do you want? What do you want? And the disciples were so quick. They are so quick. They answered the question with a question they answer the question with a question what did they say the verse 38 they said um is this turning around verse 38 turn around jesus saw them following and asked what do you want they said rabbi which means a good teacher a name you give to a, a very honorable person why where do you stay where do you live jesus says in verse 39 come he replied and you will see a very a very simple answer they give to jesus but yet very profound where do you live it's like i'm asking do you what are you coming for what do you want And they, they're like i don't know we don't know we don't know what we are looking for all we know is where do you live where do you stay we want to come with you we want to stay where you are staying we want to reside with you so here jesus has given them a choice to ask for gifts or to ask for the giver. It's like you have to make a choice between the gift and the giver. And Jesus is asking them, what do you want And he's like Where do you live? Where do you stay? I want to be where you are. I want to stay where you are. And I think the Lord is asking us as a church the same question. What do you want? And I hope we'll have the right answer for him. I hope we'll have the right answer for him. Jesus in John chapter 6. Go with me to John chapter 6. A group of people jesus fed and as i said jesus stepped into the world with so many needs and he fed these guys bread and they ate and they were so full and the next day they came looking for jesus i think if jesus was a politician he won't have anything he won't have you won't have trouble getting votes at all i'm telling you he fed them food and they came looking for him the whole town crossed the river i said where is he he has crossed to the other side let's look for him I think if you feed people bread, I think they will look for you. They started to look for Jesus. Hallelujah. And when Jesus saw them, in John chapter 6, verse 36. John 6, verse 36. Jesus answered. um, Let me start from verse 25. Verse 25. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? (laughs) Jesus answered Verse 36, verse 26. Very truly, I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. <laughs> you are looking for me for the gift. You are looking for me, not for me, but you're looking for me for what I can give to you. And Jesus continued. He says, do not work for food. Uh, that's pause. But for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him, God the Father has placed the seal of approval. Hallelujah. Jesus says, you are looking for what will spoil. You are looking for food that will spoil. What is this food? It could be the values that we see in this world, it could be the opportunities, it could be somebody looking for significance, it could be somebody looking for money, it could be, there's so many food in this world, that will spoil. But yet Jesus is asking us, to look for what cannot spoil, what only the son of man can give to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we see a group of people, who are looking for Jesus, for what he can give. For what he can give. And in the same chapter, Jesus continued to talk about himself as he is the bread of life. He will give them his bread. He will give them his body and, and they'll, they'll drink of his wine, of his blood. And I thank God today we'll be drinking this today. And he says, in the verse in the verse 60 verse 60 the same chapter John 6 verse 60. He says, on hearing it many of, the, many of his disciples said this is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Aware of this, the disciples grumbling about this. Jesus said to them, does this offend you? So, Bible tells us in the verse 66. From that time, many of the disciples turned back and no longer followed him. And no longer followed him. Jesus. Looking at his disciples. Do you not want to leave also? Do you not want to? <laughs> Jesus is so funny. You have your disciples leaving you. And you're asking the others, those who have stayed, do you not want to go? He opened the door of the church. He says, go, you can leave if you want to. What do you want? Church, what do we want? As a family, what do you want? I believe every single person will have to answer this question for yourself. As a Christian, you have to answer. As a family, what do we want? We have to answer that question. And the disciples said in verse 68, Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. To whom shall we go? We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They said, we have come to. At first, when they met Jesus, they said, Rabbi, good teacher. Now, they said, since we came, we have come to see something else. We saw you healing the sick. We saw you feeding. We saw you raising the dead. But there's something about you. It's not all of these things we have come to see. We have come to know and believe that you are the son. You are the holy one of Israel. They knew him as a good teacher. Now they see him as a holy one of Israel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are two groups of people that is presented to us. Those who came for food and those who came for life. Those who came for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray that we'll have the good response to Jesus. They said, we do not know. We don't even know what we are looking for. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm looking for. <laughs> All I'm looking for is Jesus. Hallelujah. And I pray that this will be our response to him. Where do you stay? And every time in my life, when I've come to a point of confusion, the question has come to me, What do you want? And most times we are confused. We have to ask ourselves the same question, What do you want? Hallelujah. Then the other person who fascinates me, fascinates me so much, is Moses. Go to Exodus chapter 33 with me. Exodus 33. Moses fascinates me so, so much. Exodus 33, from the verse 1. And I'm sure most of us know the story. God was bringing the Israelites to the promised land. And Bible says they had done, you know, the thing he told them not to do. Um, and all that. And um, sacrificed and um, worshipped that idol, the golden calf. And God was angry with them. And, and here, before they left Sinai, the Lord told them, it says the verse 33, the verse, um, chapter 33, verse one, then the Lord said to Moses, leave this place, you and the people you brought, <laughs> you brought up out of Egypt, go up to the land. I promised on oath to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob saying, I will give it to your descendants. The verse two now says, I, I will send an angel before you. And drive out the Canaanites, the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, Jebusites, all theites. Verse 3 now says, go up to the land. Flown with milk and honey. But I will not go with you. But I will not go with you. Because you are stiff naked people. And I might destroy you on the way. Wow. Now, God is presenting something very fascinating. I am giving you the land. I am giving you an angel to be with you. Wow. Now, how many would, have, how many would like to have an angel with you? <laughs> Bible in Revelation describes an angel who had one foot on the sea and one foot on the, on the land. I don't know how huge that angel was. That could be very huge. But imagine God says, I'm giving you an angel to protect you. You have an angel with you. Wow. And then he says, I am giving you the land also. Now, he says, I'm not only giving you all these things. I'm giving you milk and honey. Food. Food. Wow. Now, you can have all of this, but I am not going with you. You can have it can have it as a family. You can have it as a church. You can have it but I'm not going with you. Moses was faced with a choice. This fascinates me. I don't know. I want you to put yourself in the shoes of Moses. What answer would you have given to God? How many would have thought this is a fine thing? This is very nice. In any way we are going to the promised land. You asked me to bring them to the promised land. Is that not so? Yeah, that's my mission. And, and and if I'm able to accomplish it, I'm there, I've done it, I've finished, I've finished what you asked me to do. Oh wow. Prosperity, land, angels, enemies will be dealt with, milk and honey, money will be flowing. Wow. But I am not going with you. Wow. Moses says something very fascinating. In the same chapter. The verse 12. Moses said, now you, can, you can see the heart of Moses. Now when you, go, you can, when you go home, you can read the verse 7 to the verse 11. I don't want to deal with that today. Because it talks about Moses being a friend of God. Moses talked to God face to face. And the, and the next thing we see with Moses, he's asking a question. He's asking God. He says the verse The verse 12, Moses said to the Lord, you have been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. (laughs) God has already told him, I will send an angel with you. He says, no, you've not told me. You've not told me who you are sending with me. And then he he says, you have said, I know you by name and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me look at Moses in the midst of God promising all these things look at what Moses is asking for he says if you are pleased with me teach me your ways so that I may know you and continue to find favor with you ha Moses is asking for the ways of the Lord in fact in Psalm 103 verse 7 he says for Moses knew the ways of the Lord and the people knew the hand of the Lord. How many of the churches crying for the hand of the Lord? That we may see your hand. That we may see your hand. But Moses knew the ways of God. He says, if you are pleased with me, teach me your ways. Oh, Moses. There are many things. I don't know. But there's something Moses did that wasn't good. But I think there are a lot of things he did that was well. So many good and this one fascinates me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways. I want to know you. I want to know how you think. I want to be closer to you. He was already close to God and he's asking for more. And it's, there's a fascinating link here. He says, says, teach me your ways so that I may find favor. So that I may find favor. It's so fascinating. Knowing the ways of God brings favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you go to a company and you are told you have two things you are, you are told you are given the products of the company, or you are told how to make the product. Which one would you choose? If you are given the products of the company, or you are told how to make the product. Huh? How many will choose how to make the product? Raise up your hand if you are in your home. Let me see. How many will choose the product? He says no. I want to know you. Hallelujah. The verse 14. Then the Lord replied, My presence will go with you. And I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. If your presence do not go with us, do not send us up No, God says, I will give you an angel. I will give you everything. You will be fine. He says, no. If you are not going with me, don't send me. Somebody needs to say, if you are not going with me on that trip, on that mission, I'm not going. Church, if if the Lord is not going with you on that business trip, you are not going. Somebody needs to make that statement. Oh, a family needs to make that statement. If God is not going with us on this mission, we are not going. We are not going. Wow. This Don't send us up from here. I don't want to go without you. The verse 16. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me? And with your people unless you go with us. And this is fascinating. What else would distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? This is what Moses found his significance in his relationship with God. He found his value in his relationship with God. He says, God, if you are there, it is okay. If you are with me, it is enough. In fact, I don't need any other thing. In fact, I don't need any, even angels, I don't even need them if you are there. I want you. You are all I want. You are all I've ever needed. I just want to be where you are. Dwelling daily in your presence. Oh, wow. I came to understand that it's something these guys have understood that we probably need to understand. Jesus, in our text, in John chapter 6, in John chapter 1, Jesus said, they said, Jesus, where do you live? And Jesus replied, Oh, I love it. Are you there? John chapter one. The verse 38. Turning around, Jesus saw them following him and asked them, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? And Jesus, Jesus proclaims the most fascinating. He says "The verse 39, come and you will see. It's like invitation granted. You want to come? Come. I I come to believe if anybody, look at Moses. God was so angry with them. And Moses was asking for his presence. God says, I'll go. I think God does not deny us of himself. He doesn't deny us of himself. If we want him and we want his ways, he does not say no to such a request. God will not say no to that request in the name of Jesus. I pray for anybody who has been waiting on the Lord. Somebody who wants to know the Lord more and more. Maybe this has been your prayer. I pray that this will be answered in the name of Jesus. May the Lord take us to one level and another level and another level. As they came to know him as the rabbi. And now realize that he is the Holy One of Israel. We have now come to believe. There's a lot of coming we have to come to. That coming that Jesus said come. There was a lot of comings. A lot of comings in our life we have to come to. Now, pray that we continue to follow the Lord. I pray that you will not be stagnant where you are. But you keep going with him. Then you come to this coming. Then you go to another coming. Then you go to another coming. And when they will ask you. After you be at Jack's age. (laughs) You'll be able to tell. Of many comings you have come. With him. Many comings you have come. He says come. oh i thank you father i thank you that you opened the door of your house and he said yes we could come with you we could come with you he says come and see there's a lot to see john was part of these people john was this part of this and john saw john saw again when he met jesus in in um in revelations he says come Come, there's more to see. And I think we'll just be going, this this beginning statement of Jesus to us. Come and you will see. I think it will never end. I think it will never end. And our worship of Jesus will never end. Because we'll be seeing and seeing and seeing so many sides and so many aspects of God. that you can't stop worshiping if you are listening to me this, this morning, and you feel stagnant in your faith. Maybe so many things have clouded you. The gifts of God and the healings and all that have clouded your, your, your view of him. I pray that you will be cleared in the name of Jesus. And I pray that you will continue to come. You will see him clearly and begin to come. Begin to follow him. Begin to follow him. Today is the day you have to tell yourself, you know what? I've been joking with this God. I need to follow him and come. With him, he has opened the door of his house. He says, "I should come." Hallelujah! Bible says they went in and they never left. Do you know they never left? They never left Jesus. They never left. Oh, thank you, Father. There's something I want to leave you with. some Psalm, Psalm 30, Psalm 36, Psalm 36. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Psalm 36. Wow. Now it's a beautiful psalm. I asked you to read the whole psalm when you go home. Um, it's, it's a psalm. Um, and David was just contrasting God's dealings with the wicked and God's dealings with the righteous. And he talks about the dealings, God's dealings with the wicked and how the wicked behave. The depravity of, of the wicked man in his heart um, up to verse 4. I wouldn't want to go into that. But from verse 5, he begins to talk about the righteous. And he says, your love, Lord, reaches to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the skies. I think we think about this um, very often. Your righteousness is like the highest mountains. And your justice like the great deep. You, Lord, preserve both people and animals. The verse 7. How priceless is your unfailing love, O God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. Huh. The verse eight. He says, "They feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delight. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light." Wow. The verse eight. He says. They feast on the abundance of your house. The first thing you need to understand with God. As you follow him, you have to be sure, have to be so certain that there is abundance with him. Wow. There's abundance with God. And David was so sure about this. And I think he made so many mistakes and all that and went ups and downs and all. But he was so sure about something that with God, there's abundance. They feast on abundance of a house. Now, the next thing he says, you give them drink from your river of delight. Wow. Not only is there abundance, but there's abundance with delight. Hallelujah. You know, many times you can have abundance, but you don't have pleasure. How many have had so many abundance? You see people with abundance. There's a lot of things. They have so many things, but they don't have delight, they don't have pleasure. It's 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 a mystery, <laughs> because most times people think if I have this, I'll be happy. If I have this, I'll be joyful. But it is not true. It is God who gives delight. It is God who gives delight. Hallelujah. And then he says, he says, for with you is the fountain of life. Now most times you can have abundance, you can have delight, but it may not bring life. And he says with you there's abundance there's delight there's pleasure there's happiness with you and what you give us brings life i see this very very in a very nice way it says for with you is the fountain of life and in your light we see light john chapter one It says "It says he says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god he was with god in the beginning is that so it says, "In Him was all things made. Without Him, nothing was made that was made." The verse four says, "In Him was, in Him was life, and that life was the light of man." Hallelujah! In Him was life, and that life was the light of man. But I like the way the psalmist put it here for us, very nicely. He says, "For with you is a fountain of life; in your light we see." light in your light in your light we see light in your light we see light hey in your wisdom we see wisdom huh in your will we see our will uh, in your power we have our power it's like it's like you know god defines the perimeters of my existence wow in your light we see light in your will I have my will. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. In your wisdom, I have my wisdom. In your law, I have my law. Huh. God defines the parameters of existence of the righteous. In your light, in your light, I see light. In your love, I have my love. In your abundance, it's my abundance. And it also means whatever God is not giving me, I am not taking. I am following him. I defined my search within God's perimeters. What is not giving me, I am not taking. What a wisdom. Why? Because we know with him is abundance. We know with that abundance comes pleasure. And then with that, all of that brings life. He's the fountain of life. I think John tried to capture it and John says, you know what? That life was the light of man. And I think that is an understanding we need to come to. Many times when we are tempted to turn away or tempted to look elsewhere or tempted to face something else without, without looking at God, he says, no, the righteous they find their light In your light. Oh, help us. I think this is what Moses understood. This is what the disciples understood when they were following God. And I'm praying that we as a church, we will come to understand that. I pray as a family, you will come to understand that. I pray as a business, you come to understand this. In the name of Jesus. That won't turn away. That that calling, he called us to, to come and see. To come. And it is a continuous coming that will keep coming. We'll keep following him. I I beg you, take your Bibles and begin to read. Begin to follow him. Maybe you've not been praying. Take time. Spend time. Have some silence. Just have some time with him. Just begin to follow the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, shall we pray? Thank you, Father. Would you want to pray for yourself? Would you want to say say a prayer for yourself? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Would you want to say a prayer for your family? Say, God, the question you asked, help me to answer that question well. You like to say, Father, Father, oh let me answer as the disciples did the test that was placed before Moses father let me let me answer let me choose what Moses chose let me see as David saw that with you is a fountain of life with you is abundance oh that in your, in your light we see light We thank you, Father. Father, we bless you. We bless you for your word. Bless you for the questions you asked that prompts our hearts, that guides us even when when we are trying to go off. We thank you. I pray for every single ear that has heard your word. I pray for every single family that has seen you, that has heard this word. I pray in the name of Jesus. That these questions will be answered well. Individually. As a husband. As a wife. As a business owner. As a pastor. As a church. Oh father may we answer this question well. We thank you. We thank you. I pray for every single need. Father as we turn our eyes to you. May we come to realize and may it be true that it is satisfied. May we know that every need is satisfied in you. Even when we cannot lay hold of the promises, but Lord, we can see them from afar. With the eyes of faith, we can see them from afar and we welcome them from a distance. We thank you. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for helping people with COVID and thank you for bringing many out in the name of Jesus we still ask you to stretch forth your hand over the nations Lord as we turn our eyes towards you bring healing in the name of Jesus we thank you pray for everyone who is bothered in their minds they are confused and father they are looking for answers asking for answers from you I pray that you meet them meet them at that point of need in the name of Jesus Father, as a church, oh let our eyes be on you. Let our eyes be on you. May we answer that question well. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. Oh, you, I want. Singing me wherever you are, you're all I ever needed. You. me no desires and the wants of this world fathers call us oh may we hear the word come come in the name of Jesus and if you are listening to me you have not given your life to the Lord Jesus you don't know of this awesome relationship we have with him you don't even understand why we talk about abundance and we talk about pleasure and we talk about the fountain of life you don't even understand all that don't know why I want you to come and see come and see I hear the Lord calling you come and see and if you have not done you have not gotten into an intimate relationship with him maybe you've been listening you've been coming but you've not made that conscious decision to follow the law and to give the life that he gave you give it to him I want you to pray a very simple prayer and I want you to ask the Lord to come into your heart He told the church of every source he said stand at the door and i knock if anyone hears me it was the church but he's, he's he's knocking at your door also stand at the door and knock as you hear the lord give your life to him somebody needs to make a recommitment to follow him go ahead and make that commitment to him oh thank you maybe as a family we need to recommit go ahead go ahead go ahead come and see I hear the Lord calling you come and see